There's the music. We're back. Charmaine Keith Amber, Mastering Ourselves, your spiritual lifestyle experts, offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. If you have a call for our guest today, it's 1-800-336-2225, 1-800-336-2225. Our guest today, Barry Keene, has done 2,000 hours of research so that he could accurately portray the dangers and concerns of caffeine, marijuana, nicotine, alcohol, etc. Et yes. For our tweens and teens, in, and he put it into a game format called Denial, a bright blue board with lots of colors of orange and yellows and reds that gives you as a parent an opportunity to sit down with your kids and, and play the game and let the game teach the children instead of the lecture that they don't listen to anymore. So, Barry, before we went to break, you were talking about that it probably is more than 20 million. Yeah, I would think so. The HBO did a series, and they listed it at 29 million people had drug and alcohol problems in the U.S. alone. So is that people using it or people who are having real problems with it? Those are people using and having real problems, both. Both. That sounds more like it, frankly. Yeah, because there's people using it, but, you, you know, like uh, alcohol that's just not much, like uh, dinner wine or something. That's That shouldn't but count. That's not, that's not a, those people are normal, right. what we call a normal drinker, and they don't uh, harm society, they don't harm themselves, they right. don't harm their families. Yes. Um, it's the ones who get into trouble or maybe who have inherited the illness. Or, or in the last 40 years, who have inherited maybe a drug problem from one of their parents. You know, Barry, I don't know if you've ever heard of anything like the story I'm about to tell you. It's a pretty far-out story, but it's true. And uh, this happened, um, actually, it was, I think, 1989 was when I had my last marijuana. And, um, you know, Keith and I work with the spirit guides, you know, the non-physical guides. Do you know about them at all? No. Okay, good. That's all right. Anyway, you know, well, you've heard of like guardian angels, right? Yes. Okay, it's like that. Guardian angels, except for we can hear them. Well, we were uh, communicating to one, and they were telling us that we needed to stop doing marijuana if we wanted to go forward on our spiritual path. This is you and your ex-husband? This is me and my ex-husband. So, um all of a sudden, this lady that we had been smoking marijuana with, she got stoned there in front of us, and we were at this point where we had to start choosing not to do it. And all of a sudden, my ex-husband, who um, did not have what you call inner vision to be able to see the other levels, you know, right? He all of a sudden, his inner vision uh, lifted. He was able to see, and he saw this very ugly entity that was non-physical attached to this woman who was using marijuana and the point the reason that our guides or guardian angels had done this is they said this is what's happening every time you smoke or use any kind of these sort of substances is these sort of beings attached to your energy they can they can and often do and you know this is way not good for people have you ever well, heard you're of escaping from reality, I guess. Well, and yes. We're running from our pain or whatever it yes. is we're running from. But also... And they help you get way away from... <laughs> yeah, these these entities are no good it's, for your it's energy It's like out system. of the frying pan into the fire. Yeah, it's really <laughs> bad. So have you ever heard of anything like that before? Well, I've known a lot of people who've, um, who've gotten ill 
either through the use of alcohol or for drugs. And uh, as an example, in Ottawa, there's quite a crack problem. And uh, what they did in front of the Salvation Army is they used to sell it for 10 a gram, and they dropped the price to 3 to get more people. Sure. So everybody's chasing around trying to get their next hit, you know, because yes. it's a very bad come down. And so it's... Um, it's it's affecting a lot of areas. It affects the uh, private schools because the the children have the disposable income, and it affects the areas out in the rural areas in the countries because the children are bored and they don't have yes. a raison d'être. Right. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. If you'd like to send a question to our guest, Barry Keen, the creator of the game Denial, to help educate your kids on why not to use caffeine, alcohol, alcohol, etc. Uh, you can give us a call at 1-800-336-2225. And don't forget to catch us Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturdays, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern on CRN. We're talking with Barry Keene, who created the board game Denial, an excellent game to educate your kids, and they love to play this game. So, Barry, after somebody has their crack high or experience, uh, is there a downside to that? There's an extreme downside, and the necess- it's like having a mental orgasm, and then the necessity to have to replenish that is so strong that you know, they might steal from you, they might attack you, they may uh, hit you, do anything, they may sell their body, they might do anything to or con you to get the money they need to replace that high that has uh, has been taken from them. And it's extremely uh, difficult to get, uh, to, even at a treatment center, to um, get cured of it because the, um, the will, and it's everywhere, so the will to resist it, is taken over by the availability of it. It reminds me of an extreme case of a person being overtaken by lust to where lust just owns them. Well, it's the same thing. It's an, it's an addiction, whether it be an eating disorder, whether it be sexual, um, whether it be a drug or alcohol. Any of those are um, addictions or they're dependencies. Yes. And I could be dependent on money, on making money, as an example. That could be just as bad an illness. Right. Gambling, as an example. Yes. That urge to win, to roll the dice and win back that that rent money I lost is very strong. Boy, I used to work in the Reno area. Oh, you know. (laughs) Oh, man, some people, they would just get their paycheck just scratching to, you know, feed their kids and stuff, and they would spend the whole thing on gambling to try Mm -hmm. to make more. For the big one. Oh, what a loop. Yeah, and it's so sad to see them. Imagine having to go home and face your kids and your wife, and you don't have your pockets are empty. Yeah. Awful. You know that. still have the urge. That reminds me of, like, um, one of the... uh, uh, stands that Alcoholic Anonymous make, which is you're always uh, alcoholic, yep. which is sort of good in some areas unless you really get past it. Like, you know, if you have a problem with gambling, then you better realize you are sick with gambling and don't even start. Don't even let your mind go there. You you're got- stuck with that for the rest of your life. You have a day reprieve. That's it. 
I noticed this one uh, card says parents have an important role to play in uh, in the example they set. And uh, we know this woman who had the attitude that smoking marijuana on the weekend gives her a good attitude adjustment. She doesn't see anything wrong with that. Well, as her son watched her over the years do this, after he graduated from high school, he decided that he would rather smoke than go to college, mm-hmm. and he never wanted to, you know, move on and grow up and get a life and go to college. And she was upset because she knew how smart he was, but he wouldn't apply himself. And I don't think she ever really owned that the fact that she thought it was okay to smoke uh, gave him permission and it ruined his life. That's called rationalizing and minimizing. And the lady was in denial that it was okay for her to have a toke to come down and to be more creative when, in effect, all she was doing was uh, injuring her son because she was giving him tacit approval that it was okay. That's right. Yeah. Boy, you're right on, Barry. Say, what are some healthy uh, alternatives to drug use, smoking, drinking, and all that? What, What can you do, like, if you're bored or you want to do something really fun or special, where would you head people? Well, I would think that uh, for many people, uh, uh, sports are an excellent avenue. You have more and more uh, young girls getting into soccer and volleyball and competitive rugby and competitive sports, and those are very good because they release our tension. And I think that a lot of people, if you look at the the owners of Philip Morris, uh, if you were to look at their website, they say that 50% of uh, people who don't smoke cigarettes go to church. So um, certainly somebody with a religious, um, what was the question? It said, how many attend church or religious services? Yeah. 50%. Um, that These are ones who don't. do the following. They're non-smokers. Right. So 50% of non-smokers attend church or religious services, according to Philip Morris, so, which is Marlboro. Right. So what you can do instead of, going to an artificial high, an artificial system where you begin to be its host and it begins to use you, is you can find things to get your own high, develop your own skills and character and, you know, get your life going someplace. I Sure, I think you're right, Keith. The hobbies that you start and early in life are preparing you maybe for retirement later in life. Uh, my mom is 81 years old and one of her biggest joys other than her grandchildren, is to go to a school um, and read to a grade four as part of the Kiwanis program. And she gets more out of reading to a little child to to help that child read because there's a lot of people who don't, who have limited reading skills. And if your parents encourage you to love reading and to embrace a, a good book, then uh, that sets you for life in terms of your ability to do research or to study any subject or learn another language. If you want to do commerce, learning Spanish in the United States or Mandarin are tremendous advantages if you know how to speak uh, Chinese. Sure. Particularly if you're in the manufacturing sector. (laughs) What are some of the common myths uh, uh, about these drugs and things? Well, for 40 years, 
we which is when like in the Haight Ashbury days when the marijuana started in the mid sixties, um, the young generation embraced it and uh peace and love and right during the the Vietnam War. But is now they're saying, Well it's okay and it's again passing tacit approval on just like that mum who did with wondering why her son has a muck job now and doesn't have any motivation. It's, yes. The the marijuana is five times stronger now than it was back in the late 60s and the 70s. Wow. And in um, Holland, where they legalized it, they're finding an awful lot of problems with some very sick people. Like, and if like your what? son could afford $500 U.S. for the treatment for schizophrenia per month, per month, Wow. That's per, that's a pretty scary amount coming out of somebody's budget. Yes. That money was supposed to go to college. So the people free in Netherlands to smoke marijuana as much as they want, what kind of health problems and and even mental health problems are happening? Well, they're having to they're finding that a lot of psychosis and schizophrenia, depression and suicidal thoughts are uh, these are doctors that were led by um Robin Murray, the head of the King's Psychiatric in, in London, England, and uh, doctors from Sweden, Australia, and Holland are all researching and finding out that about 11% are being affected by um, one of the active ingredients of the marijuana, which is um, while children are using, like at 14 or 15, your brain is still forming. And by starting to use it at that age or using it for continually like 20 and 30 year periods of time, yeah. they're really causing a lot of long term damage. So the people are walking around in a blur. Yep. 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 And, and they live from high to high. Well, unfortunately, they've built up a psychological um, addiction to the marijuana. It's very difficult to break. Yeah, it truly is. And what goes better than that is a nice cold beer. So now you have a depressant mixed with a mood-altering drug. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charme Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Our guest today is Barry Keene, who spent 2,000 hours researching the effects of caffeine, marijuana, alcohol, nicotine, etc., all these different drugs on your kids and came up with a great board game that you can play with your children that they love to play and they get educated to boot. Their website is, let's see, what's your website, Barry? www. There it is. Dot, uh, capital G, O-O-D, the number four, capital U, capital K, I-D, dot, dot com. com. Good for you, kid. And if you want to give us a call, you can do so at 1-800-336-2225. And don't forget to catch Mastering Ourselves Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturdays, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern on CRN. So, Barry, you haven't written a book on this, have you? No, I've been uh, up to my ears in trying to do this. I just got the uh, Spanish translation to all of the... Uh, questions and answers for the choices and consequences yeah. yeah to put it to eventually put it into a spanish uh format sure. for the united states but also for mexico right and uh, central and south america exactly you know if you could squeeze this in i i just have the sense you have so much 
accurate and vital information for so many of the masses that the board game is going to reach a lot of people and then people will want to come to the source of such a good board game and good information. And if you can have a book to follow it up, uh, I think it would be very valuable. And, you know, I know you're busy and maybe the board game will just occupy you on out, but I know you have a lot of good information. Well, it's my intention is to put the board game around the world. And um, it was in Moscow in uh, Christmas time, and they were showing it to people because they have 1,235 uh, elementary schools in Moscow alone, and they have 60 million alcoholics. Jeez. Okay, hold on. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charme Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Barry Keen is telling us about the board game he created called Denial to help educate your children not to use these nasty substances. Give us a call at 1-800-336-2225. Hang on, we got more.